Hello, hello. Welcome to Twin Flame Transformation. My name is Michelle, and I will be your host and guide. On today's episode, I want to talk about expectations on the Twin Flame journey, how our expectations affect our experience, and how we can use the expectations we have for our Twin Flame for our highest good. So, you meet your Twin Flame, you fall in love with your Twin Flame, and then you research what being a Twin Flame means. And in that moment, when you make that discovery that you were once one soul and now have split in two, whether it was conscious or not, your mind started to formulate an expectation of what this means in your life. That's what our mind and our brain does. It's what our ego does. It makes a plan. It's what consciousness does. It tries to understand and make sense of new information and integrate it into the now. We, we then form an expectation, right, on our twin flame journey based on the information we are given. So let's look at an example. This is a made-up story, but I feel like it'll be helpful to look at it sort of mythologically so that we don't attach to it. <laughs> so I want to look at three different scenarios around a made-up story. So scenario number one, let's say you have a long-lost aunt, and let's say she dies and doesn't leave you any money in the will. Well, chances are good you aren't triggered at all or bothered because you didn't know her and had zero expectations. Scenario number two, now let's say you have a long-lost aunt, the same long-lost aunt, and a family member tells you that you're in the will and you're going to inherit a large sum of money. And let's say you're currently unemployed and are in a place of need and lack, like you really, 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 really need this money. So you hear this news and immediately your energy shifts. You feel taken care of, you're excited, you're living in abundance, you immediately make a plan of how this money will help you, maybe you even start budgeting it. You may even start spending it before you have it. And then she dies. And lo and behold, you actually weren't on the will. That was a mistake. And so you're devastated. You had this expectation that not only were you going to get the money, but perhaps this aunt maybe even had unconditional love for you and wanted to take care of you even though she didn't know you. And then by not getting the money, let's say you felt betrayed and hurt and disappointed, right? Okay, let's look at a different example, scenario number three. Let's say when you heard your aunt was going to leave you money, you were financially abundant. You were in a harmonious and deeply loving interdependent relationship and were not experiencing any lack or need in your life. And so your reaction to this news might look differently, right? Chances are good you would hold it lightly because you didn't have a need for it. And when it didn't happen, right? And then there was a mistake and you weren't on the will and it didn't happen, Chances are good your reaction wouldn't be as strong as scenario number two when you were in a place of need and lack, right? Instead, your expectations weren't coming from need and lack and were held in coherence with your body and soul and non-attachment. So you can probably see where I'm going with this, right? We can only form an expectation based on our current level of consciousness. And so often when we meet our twin flame, we are coming from a place of lack and need and they are a glimpse in providing the answer, right? They are the answer that we think our consciousness thinks will fill our lack and need, just like scenario number two, right? This will change our life. And so we're given hope and we're given an expectation that this will turn our life around, let's say. 
right? So let's open this up even more. The definition of an expectation is a strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future, right? Sounds pretty definitive. So I know when I personally first read or heard about Twin Flames, on one hand, I was incredibly relieved that there was an explanation to what I was experiencing, right? An explanation that resonated with me. I was like, oh my God, this makes sense, right? It resonated deep in my soul and my heart. And it just sort of aligned with the knowing I had around my twin flame, this person. Now, at the same time, on the other hand, when I learned about twin flames, it informed some expectations to me, right? It, it, like I read about it, what resonated, I maybe took all that information and formed some expectations, right? Uh, whatever this meant to me and whatever I wanted to happen and what I needed and the lack I was having, ha having at the time, those all played into my expectations. And then those expectations, just like hearing that we might inherit some money if we're in lack, can be exciting and powerful to dream about and think about. So now, even though I had been a spiritual seeker my entire life, didn't mean I was healed, right? I was still carrying, at the time I learned about Twin Flames, deep inner child wounds, lots and lots of grief in my body. And a lot of this pain was unconscious. Because so, because I had so many unhealed parts of me that I wasn't conscious of, I wasn't consciously operating at 100%. I had a lot of uh, unhealthy beliefs around love, a lot of enmeshment and deep codependency I had to work through. And so let's say I was conscious of maybe 60% of me, 60% of the truth of the real true me, like of my authentic self, of my aligned self. And so any expectations I developed about my twin flame and or our relationship were set from my limited consciousness, right? Meaning I wasn't taking into account the other buried 40% of me, which needed a lot of healing and needed to undo some conditions and learn about codependency and enmeshment and what love really was. And so in the summary of all that, what that meant was I wasn't making decisions or setting expectations about my twin flame journey from a fully aligned place. So here's the thing. We are only as aligned as we are conscious of the moment and our consciousness and our unconscious needs and desires affect our alignment. I hope that makes sense. So when I first learned about twin flames, I was setting an expectation for my limited consciousness, right? So we can also look at this energetically. Expectations put an energetic hook to an ending that can only look a certain way. It's like we're putting that anchor down in the ocean. We're in this vast ocean and we set an expectation and we put that anchor down and then our boat can't go anywhere else, right? And our path or say we hook, so say we throw out a hook and we hook it on a rock in the middle of the ocean. And so we're only, that's our expectation. We're only gonna head toward that rock rather than exploring and discovering what this entire ocean can bring to us, right? So our path can only follow the ending we have hooked up to with an expectation. So you can see how the expectations we set can limit us exponentially by hooking us into only one story and one outcome. 
it can limit not only our path forward, but it can also limit the twin flame possibilities and endings that may be better than we ever could imagine if we were able to look from a place of non-attachment, not hooking into anything. Right? Scenario number three with the long lost aunt, that scenario, that that boat is out in the ocean without hooking into anything. And so it, it is open to infinite possibilities and infinite discoveries and vast amount of options where any other expectation we hook and we're limited. And also the important thing to remember is when we're dealing with our twin flame, our soul to soul connection, we can't fully align with each other energetically until we are in full alignment with ourselves energetically. And we can't be in full alignment with ourselves energetically until we've expanded our consciousness to include our body and soul, right? So when we do align with ourselves energetically, then we don't have to set any expectations because we already aligned. We are, yeah, already aligned in that I am space, right? And in union with ourselves, in union with source energy, and in this place, we don't feel any lack or separation with our twin flame, and we're not hooked to any outcome. So in this alignment, we are being 100% conscious every moment and in union with our body and soul. Because our soul, as you know, doesn't need expectations. In our soul's vibration, we already are in union with our twin flame. And our soul also doesn't see time as linear, so it doesn't experience any lack or need. And our body, our beloved body, is always in the present moment, doing its best to keep us alive. That's its job. It loves us so unconditionally. No matter how we treat it, it still shows up for us. However, when our body is holding all of our repressed and hidden emotions, all of our shadow and unconscious parts, not only does this affect how it functions day to day, but it also its job is also to protect us from recreating that herd again, right? Sometimes our body has enough of all those un unconscious emotions. It's like, we're not creating this again. I'm going to keep you away from that. And our unconscious is what makes our decisions, most of our decisions. So now when our mind sets an expectation, it does it from a 2D perspective. Our mind is duality. It sees things as right or wrong, up or down, right and left, this way or that way. Linear, literal, analytical. So it's our mind that is setting an expectation for our twin flame relationship and journey. And it's setting it at its current consciousness, whatever it's conscious of. And then it gets disappointed when that expectation isn't met. Meanwhile, our body is protecting us by making choices for us so that we can heal any childhood trauma and any false beliefs and conditions we may have around unconditional love. So for example, say our mind sets an expectation that we're going to be in harmonious, lasting physical union with our twin flame, then our body will do everything it can to show us what is standing in the way. However, our mind might see these obstacles and the ongoing twin flame separation as a disappointment and frustration that our expectations aren't being met. Yet it's important to remember that our body and our soul are always working for our highest good, always, always, always. However, our mind is seeing the world and our twin flame situation from a limited perspective. 
If we are only looking at the world in our twin flame situation through the lens of our mind, then we are only seeing the world in 2D, in two dimensions. Either we're in union or we're in separation. Either this is good or this is bad. Either our expectations are met or they're not. Right? It's either or. There often tends to be no in-between. And in this no in-between, we often are suffering. But on the other hand, when we're operating in full consciousness, we are seeing the world in our twin flame situa situation in coherence with our body and our soul. Remember, we are mind, body, soul, not just our mind. And expanded consciousness, as I mentioned, includes body and soul. So... As we go on our twin flame path and clear any behaviors that are not aligned with unconditional love, clear any codependent behaviors, any power over or under dynamics, clear any abuse, any, any unhealthy behaviors, any less than, any breadcrumbing, and heal and integrate all the parts of ourselves. We might need to revisit our original expectations of what we set for our twin flame journey. So often we've grown and healed and yet Consciously or unconsciously, we're still trying to meet those expectations and we're suffering. We may not know why. So what expectations do we have? Do we need to update our expectations? Do we actually need any expectations? And tuning into our expectations is a great way to see where we might be holding on to some outdated beliefs around love or marriage or contracts or our twin flame or their life. We can use our expectations to show us what we are attached to. Are we attached to our expectations? Are we holding onto them tightly or are we holding onto them lightly? We can use our expectations to show us where we are in our consciousness. Are our expectations aligned with our body and soul? Are these expectations of full body? Yes. We can also use expectations to help us in a supportive way on this journey. Perhaps we can expect to be constantly surprised. Or we can have expectations to expect the unexpected. We can expect that we will expand our consciousness. Perhaps we can expect that we will have our inner, childhood, inner child wounds triggered and be led to healing. We can expect that our intuition will expand, etc., etc., etc. We can expect that no matter what happens, we are with our twin flame forever and ever and ever right? Then our expectations don't have a hook. They're held in that, in that non-attachment, that flow space. So you can see where I'm going with this, right? But when we feel disappointed because we aren't with our twin flame, and we have expectations that we should be with them right now, then we are often operating from lack mentality, like scenario number two, right? Not being with our twin flame and suffering because of it is lack. We are seeing the world in our situation from a limited perspective, rather than seeing the infinite love and abundance that's all around us all the time. We are instead putting all our energy and focus and our expectations onto one person, our twin flame, who is actually and already with us for eternity. I mean, I did that. I know I say that so passionately because I was there. I get it. I get it. And I can see now how limited that was, but yet it was so necessary because that hook led me to my healing, led me to clearing some false beliefs, right? It's a, it's a soul journey. It's a spiritual journey. 
right? So if we can expand our expectations outside the realm of our two-dimensional mind, then we can start to align with the magic of our soul and begin to begin to touch the, the profound opportunities that awaken within us on this twin flame journey, which just by allowing for new and infinite possibilities, we are already expanding our current realm of consciousness. Remember, the twin flame journey is a soul journey, a spiritual journey, a healing journey, a journey to remember what unconditional love really feels like, really looks like, and really acts like. It's not a journey of the mind. It's not a journey of control. It's not a journey of codependency, and it's certainly not a journey of lack and need. In fact, awakening to them has given us the most abundant gift we could ever have. I mean, I learned that unmet expectations can create intense suffering because life is meant to be joyful and expansive and fun. Yet so often when we come face to face with a quote unquote love of our life, we begin to suffer. But if we can switch our narrative around our twin flame and include our body and soul in our expectations, we might be able to alleviate some suffering. I know I certainly have. Now, this is also an individual journey and your path may be different from my path. So as always, I invite you to tune into what's right for you and only take what resonates. I hope this has been helpful. Now, I mentioned that I was going to take December off so I could meditate on what season two will be and start fresh in January with a new season. However, I forgot that next week is a holiday weekend here in the U.S. with Thanksgiving. So I'm actually going to take next weekend off and then I'll do another podcast the first week of December and maybe even another surprise one in December. I'm just having all these <laughs> downloads of information come through. But but speaking of expectations, please hold what I just said lightly. I may change my mind, but I will do my best. As of today, these are what um, I'm planning to do. So as I said, I hope this has been helpful. I'm sending you all so much love on this incredible, expansive, infinite, wildly unexpected journey. Namaste. Namaste.